0: Om Sahira. a warm welcome to all the listeners on an auspicious Thursday. Baba's life is an infinite ocean of mercy and we often find precious jewels of wisdom, knowledge and our life gets purified if we assimilate and follow the path of light which is shown by Baba. It is indeed Baba's special characteristics to run for the aid of his devotees in the hours of need. Not only that, if a devotee is put under a certain test, Baba is always present beside him and provides him strength, courage, and if you stay steady with firm faith and belief in Baba, you will realize that Baba takes the driver's seat of the ship of your life, which appears to be struck in the turmoils, that is tides of ocean of wounded existence. People do have experiences even today, Today, on this note, we shall listen to chapter 29 of our Bible, Sri Sai Satcharitra. In this chapter, the author, Sri Govind Raghunath Dabolkar, alias Hemadpant, narrates stories of some more devotees, namely uh, one Madrasi Bhajani Mela, uh, about Mr. Uh, Tendulkar and his son, and about Dr. Captain Hate. And lastly, about another devotee named Vaman Narvekar. So before we begin, I pray unto the lotus feet of Lord Ganesha, the Lord of Wisdom, and Goddess Saraswati, the Goddess of Knowledge. I pay my obeisances unto the lotus feet of my Kula Devata, Bhavani Shankar Nagesh Maharudra and Sri Devi Mahalakshmi, my maternal deities. Shri Devki Krishna Ravarnath, Sri Ramnath and Goddess Satiri. I pay my respects to my Sadguru, Sri Sainath Maharaj, my parents and my grandparents. Last but not the least, I pay my respects to you all my listeners. Let us begin Chapter 29 This chapter describes other wonderful stories of Sai Baba. We shall turn on to the first one, which is about a Madrasi Bhajani Mira. It was in the year 1916 that a Madrasi Bhajani Mira, which is party of the Ramdasi Panth, started on a pilgrimage to the holy city of Banaras. The party consisted of a man, his wife, his daughter, and sister in law. Unfortunately, their names are not mentioned. So, on their way, the party heard that there lived at Shirdi in Kopargaon Taluka of Ahmadnagar district, a great sage named Sai Baba, who was calm and composed, and who was very liberal, and who distributed money every day to his bhaktas and to skillful people, who went and showed their skills over there. A lot of money in form of Dakshina was collected daily by Sai Baba and out of this amount, he gave daily 1 rupee to a three-year-old girl Amani, the daughter of Bhakta Kundaji, and rupees 2 to 5 to some, rupees 6 to uh, Jamali, the mother of Amani, and rupees 10 to 20, and even rupees 50 to other bhaktas as he pleased. On hearing all this, the party came to Shirdi and they stayed there. The Meera did very good bhajan and sang very good songs, but inwardly they craved for money. Three of the party uh, were full of evidence, but the chief lady or mistress was of a very different nature. She had a regard and love for Baba. And once it so happened that when the noonday Aarti was going on, Baba was much pleased with her faith and devotion and was pleased to give her Darshan of her Ishta or beloved deity. To her, Baba appeared as Sitanath or Ram, while to all others, the Dejals, Sainath. On seeing her beloved deity, she was very much moved. Tears began to flow from her eyes and she clapped her hands in joy. The people began to wonder at her joyful mood but were not able to guess its cause. Late in the afternoon, she disclosed everything to her husband. She told him how she saw Sri Ram in Sai Baba. He thought that she was very simple and devout and her seeing Ram might be just a hallucination of her mind. He pooped her, saying that it was not possible that she alone should see Rama while they all saw Sai Baba. But she did not uh, resent this remark, as she was fortunate enough to get uh, Ram Darshan now and then, when her mind was calm and composed and free from avariance wonderful vision so the things were going on like this when the husband got a wonderful vision in his dream one night which was as follows he saw that he was in a big city the police there had arrested him tied his hands with a rope and put him up in the lockup as the police were uh, tightening the grip he saw Sai Baba standing quiet outside near the cage on seeing Baba so near, he said to, in a plaintive tone, Hearing your fame, I came to your feet, and why should a calamity befall on me? You are standing here in person? Baba said, You must suffer the consequences of your action. He said, I have not done anything in this life which would bring such a misfortune on me. Baba said, If not on this life, you must have committed some sin in your past life. He replied, I do not know anything of my past life, but assuming that I did commit some sin, then why should it not be burned and destroyed in your presence, as dry grass before fire? Baba said, Have you got such faith? He said, Yes. Baba then asked him to close his eyes. No sooner did he shut them than he heard a thumping sound of something falling down. And opening his eyes, he saw that he was free and the police had fallen down, bleeding. Being much frightened, he began to look at Baba who said, Now, you are well caught. Officers will now come and arrest you. Then he begged, there is no other saviour except you. Save me anyhow. Then Baba again asked him to close his eyes. He did so and when he opened them, he saw that he was free, out of the cage and that Baba was by his side. He then fell at Baba's feet and Baba then asked him, Is there any difference between this Namaskar and your previous ones? Think well huh? and replied, He said, There is a lot of difference. My former Namaskars were offered with the object of getting money from you. But the present Namaskar is one offered to you as God. Besides, I formerly thought resentfully that you being a Mohammedan were spoiling us, the Hindus. Baba said, Do you not believe in your mind in Mohammedan gods? He said, No. Then Baba said, Have you not got a panja, that is emblem of hand, in your house? And do you not worship the same in Tabut, which is nothing but Moram festival? Also, there is in your house another Mohammedan deity by name Kadbibi, whom you uh, propitiate and appease on your marriage and other festivals. Is it not so? He admitted all this, then Baba said, "What more do you want?" Then a desire rose in his mind to get the darshan of his guru Ramdas. when Baba asked him to turn back and see and when he turned, lo, Ramdas was in front of him. No sooner did he begin to fall at his feet, Ramdas vanished. Then he inquisitely, inquisitively, inquisitively asked Baba, ''You look old. Do you know your age Baba?'' Baba said, ''What? Do you say I am old? (laughs) Just run a race with me and see.'' Saying this, Baba began to run, and he too followed. Baba disappeared in the dust, raised by his footsteps while running, and the man was awakened. After awakening, he began to think seriously about the dream, that is his vision. His mental attitude was completely changed, and he realized the greatness of Baba. After this, his grubbing and doubting the tendencies disappeared, and true devotion to Baba's fit sprung in his mind. The vision was a mere dream, but the questions and answers therein were most significant and interesting. The next morning, when all the persons assembled in the masjid for the aarti, Baba gave him as prashad two rupees, worth sweets and two rupees from his pocket and blessed him. He made him stay there for a few more days and gave him his blessing, saying, Allah will give you plenty and he will do you all good. He did not get more money there. But he got far better things, that is, Baba's blessings, which stood him in good stead all along. The party got plenty of money afterwards, and their pilgrimage was successful as they had not to suffer any trouble or inconvenience during their journey. They all returned home safe and sound, thinking of Baba's words and blessings and the Ananda or bliss they experienced by His grace. This story illustrates one of the methods which Baba followed and is following even today in some cases to improve and reform his devotees. We shall now turn on to the next story which is about Tendulkar family. So there lived in Bandra, which is a suburb of Bombay, a family named Tendulkar, all the members of which were devoted to Baba. Mrs. Savitribai Tendulkar has published a Marathi book named Shri Sainat Bhajan Mala containing 800 Abhangas and Padas describing the Lilas of Baba. It is a book worth reading by those who are interested in Baba. The son Babu Tendulkar was studying hard day and night and wanted to appear for the medical examination. He consulted some astrologers the astrologer after examining his horoscope told him that the stars were not favorable that year and that he should appear for the examination the next year when he would be certain then he would be certainly successful This cast a gloom over him and made him restless A few days afterwards his mother went to Shirdi and saw Baba Amongst other things she mentioned the gloomy and morose condition of her son who was to appear for examination in few days. Hearing this, Baba said to her, Tell your son to believe in me, to throw aside horoscopes and predictions of astrologers and palmists and go on with his studies. Let him appear for the examination with a calm mind. He is sure to pass this year, Ask him to trust me and not to get disappointed." The mother returned home and communicated Baba's message to her son. Then he studied hard and in due course appeared for the examination. In the written papers he did well, but being overwhelmed by by the doubts, he thought that he would not secure sufficient marks for passing so he did not care to appear for oral examination. But the examiner was after him. He sent word through a fellow student stating that he had passed the written examination and that he should appear for the oral part. The son, being thus encouraged, appeared for the oral examination and was successful in both. Thus, he got through the examination that year, successfully by Baba's grace. Though the stars were against him, it is to be noted that doubts and difficulties they surround us just to move us and confirm our faith. We are tested as it were. If we only hold on steadily to Baba's Baba with full faith and continue our endeavors, our efforts will be ultimately crowned with success. The father of this boy, Raghunath Rao, was serving in some foreign uh, mercantile firm in Bombay. As he grew old, he was not able to attend to his work properly and so he took uh, leave and rest. As he did not improve during the period of leave, a further extension of leave or retirement from service was inevitable. The chief manager of the firm decided to retire him on pension as he was an old and reliable servant. The question regarding the amount of pension to be given was under consideration. He was getting Rs 150 per month and his pension, that is half the amount, that is Rs 75, would not be enough to meet the expenses of his family. So they were all anxious about this matter. Fifteen days before the final settlement, Baba appeared to Mrs. Tendulkar in her dream and said, I wish that Rupees hundred should be paid or settled as pension. Will this satisfy you? She replied, Baba, you ask me this, we fully trust you. Though Baba said Rupees hundred, still he was given ten rupees more. That is rupees hundred and ten as a special case. Such wonderful love and care did Baba exhibit for his Bhaktas. We now move on to the next story of Dr. Captain Hattie. Captain Hattie, who was staying in Bikaner, was a great devotee of Baba. Once Baba appeared to him in his dream and said, Did you forget me? Hattie then immediately held Baba's feet and replied, If a child forgets his mother, how could it be saved? Then he went into his garden and took out fresh valpapadi or flat beans, and made shiddha out of ghee flour and dal as dakshina. He was about to offer all this to Baba when he was awakened and came to know that the whole thing was a dream. Then he decided to send all these things to Baba at Shirdi. So when he came to Gwalior, some days afterwards, he sent rupees 12 by money order to a friend with instructions that rupees 2 should be spent in buying Shidha articles and Valpapadi vegetables and those should be offered to Baba with rupees 10 as Dakshina. The friend then went to Shirdi and purchased the items. But Valpapadi was not available. In a short time, a woman turned up with a basket on her head which of, which of course contained the same vegetable. So, it was purchased and then all the things were offered to Baba on behalf of Captain Hate. Mr. Nimonkar prepared the Naivedya the next day and offered the same to Baba. All the people were surprised to see that Baba, while dining, took and ate valpapadi and did not touch rice and other things. Hate's joy knew no bounds when he heard of this from his friend. Consecrated rupee. Yet at another time, Captain Hate wished that he should have in his house a coin of rupee consecrated by Baba with his touch. He came across a friend who was bound for Shirdi. So, with him, Hate sent his rupee. The friend went to Shirdi. And after the usual salutation, gave first his dakshina, which Baba pocketed. Then he gave Hate's rupee, which Baba took in his hand and began to stare at it. He held it in front, tossed it up with his right thumb, and played with it. Then he said to the friend, Return this to its owner with the prasad of udi and tell him that I want nothing from him. Ask him to live in peace and contentment. The friend returned to Gwalir, handed over the consecrated Rupee to Hate, and told him all that had happened at Shirdi. This time, Hate was much pleased and realized that Baba always encouraged good thoughts and, as he wished intently, Baba fulfilled the same accordingly. Towards the end of this chapter, We shall now see the tale of another devotee named Vaman Narvekar. Now, let the readers hear a different story. A gentleman named Vaman Narvekar loved Baba very much. He once brought a rupee. On one side of it were engraved the figures of Ram, Lakshman and Sita. And on the other side, was engraved the figure of Maruti with folded hands. He offered it to Baba with the hope that he should consecrate it with his touch and return to it with Udi. But Baba immediately pocketed it. Then Shama spoke to Baba regarding Vaman Rao's intention and requested him to return it. Then Baba spoke in presence of Vaman Rao as follows Why should it be returned to him? We should keep it ourselves. If he gives rupees 25 for it, it will be returned. Then, for the sake of that rupee, Vaman Rao collected rupees 25 and placed them before Baba. Then Baba said, The value of that rupee far exceeded rupees 25 rupees. Shama, take this rupee. Let us have it in our store. Keep this in your shrine and worship it. No one had the courage to ask Baba why he followed this particular action. He only knew what was best and most suitable to each and to all. With this, we end this chapter. Bow to Sri Sai, Peace be to all. Om Sai Ram.